0: Welcome. Have you ever considered what happened in God's house, the temple, during the night? It would be locked up and its great gates would be shut. Yet there would always be people on duty in the temple. The priests and the Levites still had many tasks to carry out. God's law said that the fire on the altar in front of the temple building had to be kept burning constantly, day and night. The temple contained much gold and many precious objects, and there were thieves who would even dare to enter a holy place to steal some of those precious things. So there had to be guards on duty watching and ready, if necessary, to fight to protect those sacred objects. And then there were the ordinary tasks. Things had to be prepared for the following day's services at the temple. And in particular, there was the mundane task of cleaning. Animals were brought to the temple by day and they were sacrificed there. Everything had to be perfect and right for God, and so there was a great deal of cleaning to do by night. And today's psalm, Psalm 134, is about the service at the temple by night. My name is Keith Simons, I'm a Bible teacher from England, and I present these talks on how to understand the King James Bible using the Psalms. So we're going to look now at Psalm 134, as we always do, verse by verse and word by word, seeking to understand the meanings. Its heading in the King James Bible is A Song of Degrees and its last psalm in the sequence of 15, which have that title. Degrees means upward steps, and we think that this refers to the pilgrims, the people going to worship God at the temple, and the way that they would have to climb uphill for the last part of their journey to reach the temple. If they were coming, as Jesus did on the road from Jericho, they've been climbing uphill for two days when they finally reach the temple. And what happens? when they reached the temple. Well, we're given a clue about that too in the record of how Jesus, on his last journey into Jerusalem, reached the temple. Mark chapter 11, verse 11, records what Jesus did when he reached the temple then. And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple And when he had looked round about upon all things, and now the eventide was come, he went out unto Bethany with the twelve. Now the eventide was come. We would say it was evening. Yes, because someone who'd walked to the temple, obviously they'd walked through the day. And by the time they reached the temple, it was late. For Jesus, there was just enough time to look round at everything. And then it was necessary to leave the temple and to go to the place where he would stay the night, which in this case was at Bethany. So we can see that people often arrived at the temple just about the time that the temple was about to close Its gates. But in the psalm, we picture the people speaking to the Levites and to the priests, to those temple officials who are going to serve God at night. And we see that this isn't a case of arriving too late to do anything. No, they are preparing for the night of worshipping God. Verse 1. Behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. So these people who've travelled are, in the first couple of verses, speaking to the priests and the Levites, their helpers, who are going to be looking after the temple and carrying out their duties through the night. The servants of the Lord, those who are going to serve God, With these special tasks, holy tasks, because even to clean, even to sort out things, even to make things ready. These are sacred tasks. These are tasks with which they are going to worship God. So they are called the servants of the Lord and they're going to carry out these tasks standing, which by night stand in the house of the lord they're going to be up through the night carrying out their duties but there's a difference between carrying out duties and worshipping god yes by those duties they should be worshipping god but they could just spend the night thinking well i've got to do this and i've got to do that and not really thinking about god at all Or they could spend the night just talking with their their friends and their work colleagues and chatting through the night. It's going to be a long time till morning, but we've got to stay awake. So let's let's just talk about sport or anything. No, they must make their thoughts about God. And maybe that's why this song begins with the word Behold. It means look look around you look at where you are remember you are in the house of God you are carrying out duties for God you are serving God you can't be as lazy servants who just lie down and sleep and neglect your duties no in your heart you must turn to God you must see God And you must bless him. You must give honour to him. The word bless in the Bible really means to kneel down. Now, we've already seen that those who are serving God in this holy place are standing up. So the instruction is not really that they should physically kneel down. It's talking about the attitude of their hearts their hearts must bless god their hearts must give honour to god their hearts must give the first place to god and when their hearts are right before god when they are truly serving god deep inside themselves then their speech then their actions will be the right actions for people who are serving god in this most holy place so in verse one The visitors to Jerusalem, the people, are calling on those who are locking up the temple for the night. And they're saying to them, remember this night, keep on praying, keep on serving God, keep on giving honour to God. You know, the relationship of Israel depends on what happens at the temple. It's relationship with God depends on the worship of his people and his priests so you be sure this night as we leave you as we go away to bethany or wherever we're spending the night you be sure to continue those acts of worship even as you're carrying out the tasks of cleaning pots and pans and floors you can bless the lord in your hearts In fact, you can do more than that. Verse 2, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. There's that instruction again, bless the Lord, worship God, kneel before him, not necessarily physically, but in your hearts, have that attitude of worship. And also lift up your hands in the sanctuary. The sanctuary means the holy place uh, and the instructions for prayer in Israel were you would lift up your hands and you would face towards the holy place, the sanctuary of God, the place where the Ark of the Covenant was, the sacred box that contained the Ten Commandments and which, which was very much God's home in this world. Lifting up the hands was an ancient way of praying. Today people sometimes ask children to put their hands together in prayer but the biblical way was to lift one's hands into the air uh, as Moses did in prayer, showing that he depended on God, maybe expressing the idea of reaching out to God to request his blessing and his help. And so, We're asking the servants of the Lord not just to give honour to God in their thoughts, but actually to be praying to him as they carry out their duties. Verse 3 seems to be the reply of the priests and the Levites. In verses 1 and 2, the visitors to Jerusalem have asked them throughout the night to continue their prayers, to continue blessing God. And now the priests turn to Israel's people and they declare God's blessing upon Israel's people. Verse 3 says, The Lord that made heaven and earth bless thee out of Zion. There's a reference here to Numbers chapter 6 and uh, verses, verses 24 onwards, where instructions are given to Israel's priests, as to what they're to say to bless the people. They say, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And here in Psalm 134 verse 3, it expresses this as, the Lord that made heaven and earth, bless thee out of Zion. Bless again. It's the same word as we had in the previous two verses. This word that really means kneel. But when God is said to bless his people, it means that he shows his kindness to his people. It means that he he helps them and assists them with their problems It means that he supports them and shows his love towards them. Let's remember who this God is, the God who shows his kindness to his people. What's he called? The Lord that made heaven and earth. God in heaven with his great power. Never imagine that he's like the false gods that other people worship foreigners worship at their temples never imagine that he's like an image that people have made out of gold or silver or wood or stone no this is the lord the god who made heaven and earth the god to whom all things belong the only true god the ruler of the whole world it's him we're calling upon it's him we're worshipping It's him who deserves our honour and our praise. And it's him who shows kindness to his people. Never imagine that he's a weak God, a God who has no power. The God who made heaven and earth has power to help you in whatever situation you may be in, in whatever need you may have. He is the Lord that made heaven and earth. Lord here, as elsewhere in this psalm, is in block capitals. The sacred name of God. The name that is uniquely the name of Israel's God. The name of the true living God. This name, the Jewish people don't even pronounce out of reverence for God. Uh, They use another Hebrew word wherever it occurs and they're reading from the Bible just to show reverence to the sacred name of God and how much respect and how much honour he deserves. Yet it's this God who has chosen to show kindness to his people. And nor must Israel's people think that this God is far away from them. Yes, he rules over heaven and earth and his home really is high, high above the heavens. Yet he's also chosen to live among his humble people. He's also chosen to have a dwelling place here on earth on the hill called Mount Zion. Zion is the hill where the temple stood. And so when it says bless the out of Zion, it's saying may the Lord bless you from the place in Jerusalem that is his home. God is near to you. God is acting in the lives of Israel's people. God is showing his kindness. But how is he showing his kindness? Out of Zion, from the temple, from the place where animals were offered as sacrifices so that Israel's people could have a relationship with him, so that Israel's people could pray to him, and seek him. It's from that place that the Lord blesses his people. And for us as Christians, for us who know the Lord Jesus, the perfect sacrifice for sins, from where does the Lord bless us? Is it not from the place of sacrifice? From the place of Jesus' death, where Jesus suffered and died to take the punishment for our sins so that we have a right relationship with God, the Lord that made heaven and earth. Bless thee out of Zion. Today's talk is, if you're listening to them in the correct order, the 99th talk that we've put out on the Psalms. That means that our next episode will be a very special episode because it will be our 100th episode. And for that episode, I've chosen a very special psalm, of course. You'll hear which one it is next time. So I hope you can join us again next time. My name is Keith Simons. My email address, 333kjv at gmail.com. That's 333kjv at gmail dot com. Remember to join us, as I say, for a 100th episode next time. But in the meantime, let me read you the whole of our psalm for today. Psalm 134. A Song of Degrees. Behold, bless ye the Lord O ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth bless thee out of Zion.